Ba da ba 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 ba. This is a weird one. Hmm. I've, I've just noticed that our our my camera and your picture is asymmetrical. And you want to know what? I'm leaving it that way. Just to infuriate people. <laughs> just to be that guy. Guess what, everybody? I'm going to surprise you. Your face isn't symmetrical. It's asymmetrical. Now you'll never be able to unsee it. You're welcome. Hello, everybody. I'm James. Joining me is Chris, a.k.a. The Coffee Knight. And this is the game we'll play itself Good podcast. Good morning. This is the Game We'll Play Itself podcast, where sometimes we talk about video games. Occasionally. It's not often. Not often. <laughs> we usually find a good tangent. And here's the thing. <laughs> our, uh, our, our dedicated wrangler isn't in the office today. Uh, so we cannot be... So if any this podcast goes awry or we go to left field, don't blame us. Blame Will. He's not here. And we can't be helped when we're let out of the cage. To do what we want. So, we should probably, but how's your week been, Chris? About the same as mine? Yeah, pretty much. Work, and now snow? Mm-hmm. We're expecting about 20 centimeters? Mm-hmm. I didn't just do the math before we came on air, so I could immediately speak to all of our European contingent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, <laughs> so that probably have an asymmetrical mirror that makes me my face look symmetrical. Yet. Now the thing is, corn. I I kind of want to. I kind of a think that's a joke, but also I could believe it too, because my mind immediately started to go to the the mat, like the math and the engineering behind that. Like, could they make an asymmetrical mirror that can make things look symmetrical again? And I'm like, well, you know, especially if they have like if you have a smart mirror. Right, because obviously you know smart mirrors nowadays. You could have something that you could use facial recognition software to adjust your face so it looks symmetrical. I mean, you could technically do it. It would be a thick mirror, but you could do it without anything. You can just get it set up so that it's like shooting light and bouncing specifically in a certain way. But but here's the question: with that, then it would be it would have to be tuned specifically to your face, right? Because if you have an asymmetrical mirror that makes your face look symmetrical. Your face isn't as asymmetrical as everybody else's face. So it'd have to be built specifically for you, whereas in like a smart mirror that uses facial recognition software to adjust your face for you, just like camera reads your face, projects it back out corrected, that well, would probably be cheaper. No. no. No, well, you don't need to do anything fancy with it. It just has a vertical uh, vertical split. So you, you, you know, line yourself up and then, okay, there's the center of my face. And then you'd see it symmetrical. You wouldn't be able to invert it and see the other side symmetrical, but you'd only be you'd only be able to see one side symmetrical. But you could do it that way. Okay. Because now we're now we're running into cost benefit analysis. <laughs> now we're starting to go into like we figured okay. out engineering. Now 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 obviously mass market appeal would be probably. I mean, if we're going to market this thing, I think there's you have the manual one that you talked about, but I think the technology driven one would work in because obviously, you know. Get sell it to a lot of Instagram people. I mean, uh, that that is it is a TikTok filter. <laughs> it's it's just straight up a filter that you can grab for free on a TikTok. Like it, it's a thing. Yeah. 
It is quite literally a TikTok filter. So, I mean, I mean, I saw, I, I was reading that going forward, um, TikTok and the like, or there's a debate going on. I think I forget it was in a European country. Don't, don't quote me which one. Uh, I want to say, I, I want to say the Netherlands, but that's, that could, I could be completely wrong on this. Um, but it's basically saying that if, um, that people are going to have, uh, if people post images that are altered, like photoshopped, they have to now disclose that as part of like their Instagram or influencer posts. Hmm. Interesting. Because like they're, they're I actually they're, like that. Yeah, because they're they're looking at it as like a body a body image kind of a thing. So they want to be able to uh, do a body be like you know positive body image everything. Which which once again I should also state we are all for, <laughs> um, especially me looking mm -hmm. looking at my uh, my uh, experience with the with the uh, last couple of months in COVID. Uh, and just just trying to eat healthier and like not gain any more weight. But I'm I'm pretty for it too, just because you know we don't we don't know how built up and how photoshopped some of these people are. Because I don't go on Instagram, I don't go on TikTok. I only spend a little time on Twitter, and that's just for mental health reasons. Um, but just looking yeah, at some, it's strictly an advertising tool for me. Yeah. And just, <laughs> I just look at some of these pictures and I go, there's no way there's, there, there is no way like not, it's, it's not a thing. You, you know where you look like that. If you look like that, then, uh, you have had some work done both digitally or otherwise. Yes. As you can see, I've had a bead implant. Yeah. <laughs> We held down. Mm -hmm, we, mm -hmm. we held down the fort while you were Actually. gone. Sorry about that. Yeah, family turned up, and uh, yeah, so we uh, lost track of time. And then I looked at the watch. And, oh, it's twenty fast for oh, old oh, podcast. Oh, random. I just thought you were just like uh, James hasn't messaged me, so he must be like snowed out and stuff. So I was kind of uh, thinking that myself. I, yeah, I thought I left it was like, if we have problems, I'll message you, but otherwise we're a go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was, me and Chris were both here. We're like, yeah, we'll just start it. If Will shows up, great. If not, we'll see where this, <laughs> we'll just see where this train takes us. It's fine. It's not as if we're fully prepared. Anyway. But yeah, no, um, family <laughs> turned up. They were supposed to, they were, well, they said originally they were going to cut that up either Thursday or Friday. It's a Saturday, you know, so it's kind of, but, you know, I can't really say anything because yeah, they haven't been very well this last week, so they have, so, yeah, you know, they're, they're recovering. But not from the COVID, from something that could potentially be just as worse. But, hey, <laughs> from a different kind of parasite. Uh, from different kind of pain, you know, yeah. something that none of us want <laughs> in the type of pain, you know, that, 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 that deserves a trip into hospital for at least a couple of hours Oof. and if it doesn't go away emergency surgery uh, so, don't worry I, I have my own kind of pain going on right now it's called being a yeah. it's called being a tottenham fan during a transfer window 
F5, 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 F5. It's like a Bears fan on draft day. <laughs> Except we always come off worse because the players, we hear touted are really great players and then they turn up and they shit the bed. And it's like, oh, oh, we're 0-5 again, are we? Oh. oh, look, the Packers are winning. Hey, don't worry. Did you not see the Packers get hammered last weekend I, and lose? I heard they did. I heard and it was fucking glorious. And then like quite literally the next day Aaron Rodgers goes into like a like an anti-vaxxer tirade on an, in an interview and calling Biden like a sheep or something like that. And um I listened to a sports co- a podcast Bill Simmons and he had the best quote ever. He's just like you know, Aaron Rodgers got destroyed on social media at the level of it's like the only time we've seen people get destroyed worse on social media if like they've been mur- if like they've been murdering like or arrested for like a heinous crime. Like he's like gotten that bad of a treatment. Like the guy's a nut job out of nowhere. Like Tom Brady's a nut job. Like I'm a Pats fan. Tom Brady's a nut job, but Tom Brady is like a nut job in the fence set, but he like everybody knows he's kind of weird. But like at the same time, he keeps it not in the social media. Like he he has very good PR, Tom Brady does. Brady has great PR. Aaron Rodgers just doesn't know when to keep his mouth fucking shut. He's oh, a- we, we know we know people like that, don't we? We just there are situations it's like look. Just you just don't need to say anything else. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Silence is golden. Is the golden rule for a reason. And, mm-hmm. and I can tell you two people that do need to do that as well. That uh that are, is related to a gaming podcast. One of them isn't related to a gaming podcast, but uh is William Shatter, right? <laughs> and the other is the CEO of uh one well, one of the offices of Ubisoft. Who came out this week and they went? Well, they, I can I can see the the bad publicity about the NFTs and I can see why people why people are angry, but it's just they just don't understand it. And William Shatner was <laughs> in a similar vein. It's like, no, I watched a very, I I, I watched a very very long video that perfectly describes NFTs. Was it, um, was it the Josh Strive Hayes one, or was it the other one that came out? It was the other one that that other like hour long, yeah, like the, documentary style. Like the, that, the, it was so good. Yeah, like the other one. Like you've either watched the Josh Strife Hayes or the other one. Most people have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like it's literally just the two thousand six. Mortgage short, uh, mortgage uh, bonds all over again. Yeah, like remember, it, you, that's, it's the same market that crashed the housing market. You don't own the image; you own the right to stand in a place in line next to that image that is represented by said image. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
they're going, oh no, oh no, what it is is you can own a skin and you can place that skin in maybe, let's say, another game. It's like, no, you can't. Well, That's see, no, not so, how it works. Well, well let's, <laughs> let's, let's be fair, guys. It'll work for Ubisoft because they only have one game that they just reskin five times. It's true, yeah. Like, yeah. it'll work if they for Ubisoft. To do it. <laughs> it'll be like, oh, look, it's just like, you can use the screen skin in all of Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, they're the same game. Or Far Cry. Or Far Cry. <laughs> it's all the same game. It's all the same game. Yo, dog, we heard you like open world. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, like, I... <sighs> When did a thing for just marking, when did a thing for just showing where something is on a blockchain become a marketing tool? That's the thing. I want to find the guy who came up with that idea and I want to both shake his hand for being a genius and kick him in the fucking balls. Yeah. Like he is an absolute <laughs> mad lad. And like, I kind of hope he has some regret <laughs> at the same time. I also just hope he just wanted to see the world burn. Because that's while doing it because of gullible people. Yeah. I I I love now that like I saw my first kind of like <laughs> I saw my first kind of uh video where on YouTube last night, because all of the weird ads come out at three in the morning when you're watching YouTube. We can all agree on this, right? Like yep. like that's when the weird shit comes out. And it was just like a guy staring into a screen going like, Do you wanna know how to make money? you you wanna know where to invest a thousand dollars right now? Not in the stock market, not in cryptocurrencies, not in the bank, but digital databases. And I'm like, oh no, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna say NFTs, and, and he and he didn't say NFT, but it was an NFT. And I'm just like, dude, dude, come on, we're making a three minute video now advertising freaking an NFT. Mind you, I'm watching a two minute and 30 second music video so there's immediately something wrong when youtube is giving me an ad that is longer than the video that i'm going to watch mm -hmm. wwe does it yeah i will say tonight? <laughs> i will say the only time i have not been upset by a youtube ad is it was an it was a 90 minute long ad and it was the uh Prague symphonic orchestra's performance and I was like, yeah. I'm I'm not upset by this. <laughs> no. I, I watched 30 minutes of it because I played in a, I played in band from middle school for like nine years. I I'm a trained musician in that sense, for at least in the high school sense. Um, I can read sheet music and play. So like I, I appreciate classical music and I'm like, oh, this is nice. And they're like, are you watching an ad? Like, yeah, but it's like the Prague Philharmonic. How can this be bad? They're one of the best orchestras in Europe. Yeah. I know the London Philharmonic will probably say something about that, but I, you know, I know what, I don't see you putting your ads on YouTube for me to watch. <laughs> they release CDs of uh, game music, which is awesome. Well, that's their problem. The London Philharmonic is still releasing <gasps> CDs. Spotify's a thing now. Let's let's get up with the times. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Spotify's not a time if Joe Rogan's still on there. I mean, well. <laughs> hey, hey, you want to know what? what? Sometimes you got to leave. let the crazy people shout out in the echo chamber just to realize how crazy they are. 
Yeah, but that's the thing about crazy people, as Jim Jeffries once said. They don't know they're crazy. I mean, see, I, I don't think Joe Rogan is crazy. I think he's just high off his ass. <laughs> I mean, we've all seen him with Elon Musk, right? Oh, Elon Musk. Did you, did you see him triggering F1 fans in the, uh, in the past 24 hours? What was he doing with F1 fans? He 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 tweeted saying that his um was it one of his vans was actually faster starting off than a Formula One car. I believe it. It can get like naught to sixty and it's like two point six seconds. Because a Formula One car it takes longer to get going and up to speed because it needs downforce. Yes, yeah, like I believe it. I mean that's that's, that's not that's not a triggering thing. It's also a pure electric mo- mo- motor with no torque, with just pure torque. There's no gearing. It's so it's just straight acceleration. We're like you're doing because like when you take the human element out of it and you just go straight acceleration bandaged by a computer, it's gonna be faster. I I, I laughed. I I saw I saw this bit earlier and I laughed my ass. How many like keyboard warriors like? Well, if you look at this, when Michael Schumacher towed out on the 1998 Grand Royal Prix, he actually accelerated faster than that. No, it's like I. That's not a triggering thing. Like if you if you understand like is if you understand the science of an F one car and you understand the science of an electric motor car with no gearing and acceleration. Yes, from zero to sixty, a car, a Tesla or a, a Cybertruck could be faster than an F one car. The big thing is what happens after sixty with a Formula One car. Yeah, then the cut the F one car beats the shit out of it. It's 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 it's, it's a it's a it's it, there's an exponent. So like once again, I got to do this so I look at the camera here so you guys can see it. So like, so yeah, they're both going on the same exponential curve up, but like the Cybertruck starts going this way, and the F one car goes like this. <laughs> so like it's like there's they go like different ways, like they're, they're faster. You don't need to have a next. You don't need to do exercises on your neck to drive a cyber truck. To like be able to like, you don't need to do core strengthening exercises to like <laughs> make sure that your blood isn't pooling when you go through tw- like fifty, you know, five to ten g stops and turns in a cyber truck. Yeah, you don't need a hand <laughs> device to drive the, ha- the the cyber truck, just in case it crashes and your head decides to become. De- Disattached to your spinal cord. <laughs> you you, attached, you don't need to like weave your cyber truck back and forth on the road to warm up the tires to get it into operational range. Yeah, you don't need someone called Jeff on, on in your headset. Going okay, then uh, Elon. Uh, what we need you to do is we need you to manage your brakes. By the way, EA EA is missing out on Codemaster is really missing out on something here. Uh, I'm waiting for the way the Jeff Ways update for like you're driving. All right, we have your turn coming up here on the left. Turn on the left. <laughs> uh, and just like when you get home, like on your way home, it's like it's your turn for your home. Just box, 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 box. We're retiring the car. <laughs> pick, up, pick up the rubber. Pick up the rubber. You're across the line. <laughs> then you just hear bum, 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 bum. Hang on, then you hear uh, I have it here, where is it? You hear it? Surely that would be your mobile phone Your ringtone is your mobile phone da, 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 da. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. 
I had to get wait for it to get to the part. Here it is. Uh, thank you, Mook, again for that. We really do appreciate that. I do like the fact that I have an F1 button on my soundboard, and it's just that. <laughs> or, or if you get home in a record time, do we get in there and go, get in there, Lewis. <laughs> open that. No, that's when you open the garage door. <laughs> you press the button. Get in there, Lewis. It's also if you're in your car and you need to piss, right? In your Fitbit or whatever, realizes, recognizes that something's not quite right with your body. It talks to your car, and all you hear is, "It's hammer time." <laughs> or um, we can actually we could talk about because I watched. Uh, we we both watched. Did you watch Le Mans? You watched part of Le Mans, Jimmy I watched Broadbent. Part Le Mans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. the fact that like. Rohan Grosjean openly talked about like the three times he actually pissed in a race car. Like he's like he's like he's just like yeah I got the ch I, it's like I was driving and I pissed in the race car and it was wet outside and then they had him come in and sit in the team principal's office. He's like I'm sitting on his nice new leather couch knowing full well that I pissed my racing suit. <laughs> and I'm like you get number one you'd get Lewis I don't see Max Verstappen was in this competition, right? Never, I would not expect Max Verstappen to have this kind of conversation. Meanwhile, Roman Grosjean is just like, I'm up to talk about anything. <laughs> hey, here's the thing, right, about that. And now, obviously, they lose an absolute shed ton of fluid when they go for a race because of the, the temperatures they're dealing with sitting in the car and everything. So they're normally told to drink <coughs> as much as possible so you're feeling it in your bladder. Your bladder's sort of there wanting to go to the loo that is unless you're kimmy raikkonen because then you can never get the yeah, drink to work yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's there to top it off but because you lose so much um fluid during that obviously it'll cut you know it'll evaporate but your bladder and everything will hold on to water so by the end of the race you're expected to not need to go for a pee because the water's evaporated that's the theory also, it's why they weighed the drivers before and after a race. It's not only to make sure that there wasn't an unfair advantage weight-wise, but also for health reasons, to be like, how much weight did you lose during the race? Like, are you okay physically? Yeah, like during that, the end of that race when Lewis Hamilton wasn't feeling great. <laughs> None of them and were the, feeling the great. Driver, the other drivers were looking at him going, you're right, mate. You know, because then he was sitting there coughing. and that. Because he'd lost so much, because he was still coming back from COVID. But anyway, video games. <laughs> NFTs. Like, it's not for us. Not for us. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's a fad. It's a thing. It's pogs. It's a scam. It's a scam. Yeah. It's a fucking con. Let's be honest. It's a con. It's a way for companies to generate revenue to make you feel like you own something that you don't. Um, it, it's, <laughs> it's Game Pass without actually you getting anything from it. Right. So I, I will put the words in a pyramid for you. No, fucking, thank you. Um, and 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 I will I will say that I am firmly on the hate side of it. I'm choosing not to create. 
So, you know, like we, the line was drawn in the sand. So I've, I've, I've sit on it and by, by hate, I don't mean like vehemently hate and going out there and screaming at people on the internet. I just mean hate by just exasperation of like, uh, we're still talking about NFTs. NFTs is going to be like VR and video games. There'll be when you see people that you respect and you've looked up to and think, well, they've had a good career. Or they're, they're having a blossoming career, and then they come out and go, well, I'm about to do an NFT. You think, oh, fuck's sake. Or they're like, have you tried this new herbal supplement? You're like, ah, oh, you're one of those. Yeah. Or, oh, we don't believe in vaccines. Then you're like, hmm, yeah. Okay. That ex-. And then, like, all the stuff that was bad, you're like, well, that explains a lot now. <laughs> we homeschooled our children. You, you, you're a rock star. Your wife is a groupie who used to work at an in and out and you homeschooled your kids. I mean, we, we suddenly know what happened to a friend of mine who couldn't face getting the vaccine because of a needle phobia. Yeah. We know what happened to him. Sadly. Now I don't, you know, I'm not going to go out and someone say, you must go get vaccinated. But it's like, if this is what happens, surely your respect for your own self to survive is greater than any bullshit you're potentially hearing. Now, when people go, oh, yeah, but something could happen, like my balls could swell up to the size of melons and I need a wheelbarrow to carry them because of the vaccine. No, that's bullshit. Now, yes, there are side effects potentially but there's side effects potentially in anything you take i see it was yeah i i'm i'm more the i want to hear the pro polio smallpox side of the argument i'd love to hear that how are you like i'm not i'm anti-vaxxer ah so you're pro polio that's wonderful yeah. well let me i would love to hear you why i'd love to hear why you think polio should come back into the world you I want the mum? Uh, yes. You want Pro tetanus. Yes. <laughs> Pro yeah, rabies as well. Great. Delicious smallpox. Mm. Yeah. yeah Corn's right. <laughs> if your balls grow to the size of water, you can go to get a re- go, go to prescription for re- weed. Like, but you, oh. you see what I mean? It's like, yeah, okay, everybody has their choice if they want it or not to do that. Yeah, to have their vaccine or not. And I get that. Yeah, I understand that. We're I mean, saying any vaccine. We're not specifically targeting one specific vaccine that may or may not be linked to helping curb a global pandemic. We're talking any vaccine here. Okay, but I, I have one thing that I really want done. One thing that I really, really want done. And I want someone to compile all of the most outrageous claims about what, like, what the vaccine does. I want to see just how absurd some of these are. It was it was in the magnetized, yeah. There was one. It was like Russell Howard was showing it. There was this woman who was it's like this this meeting, and she put a key here, just on a chest bit, and it stuck. And it's like, oh yeah, tell me why that that does that. It's like, well maybe because your tits were sweating and it stuck to your skin. Then she tried to her neck and it kept falling off. And she's like, see, tell me, tell me why this is happening. It's like it's not sticking, you silly bugger. You're wrong. Were you literally saying the same thing? (laughs) About about the magnets? Yeah. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Elizabeth was just saying the exact same thing in the other room. That <laughs> she had a lady come in into the store. So uh, Elizabeth does the vaccines. So she has some of the fucking God bless her. Coming. God bless her. Doing and, God's um, work. Whether the people who believe in God but believe it or not, she's doing God's work. <laughs> and uh, there was a lady who came in with like a, like a magnet and was just like, I don't want to get this vaccine. It's here. And she's trying to stick it to her arm and it's not sticking. <laughs> you, you, just, you just look at the people that say this and go, what are you on? Are you panicking just this? <laughs> See, I understand the the, the, the the reasoning behind someone saying, well, look how quickly it's come out. Has it all done the tests and stuff like this? And I, I believe we've mentioned this before, but it bears repeating. Some of the reasons why this stuff has has come out quicker is twofold. One, because they've had they've had vaccines for other COVIDs that are known as SARS virus that they can adapt and change the molecular structure of. That's one bit. The other bit is the amount of bullshit red tape the governments around the world put in place for this stuff to not only keep it safe but extra safe until they can get a good deal out of pharmaceutical companies. Do you want to know what another reason why it's been developed relatively quickly? It's it's crazy how a problem gets solved when you throw a shit ton of money at it. Like, yeah. if mm -hmm. you, if we're gonna talk once again about South Park episodes, do we ever do we all remember the South Park AIDS episode? No. Okay, I'm going I'm going to summarize it. It, and obviously, once again, we should talk about AIDS. AIDS was a horrible, it was a horrible disease, and back in the eighties, mm -hmm. it was a death sentence. In twenty twenty two, you can take get a prescribed pill for yourself to make it so that your viral load is so low that you can have intercourse and not give it unprotected intercourse with another person and not give them AIDS. Gives you an idea of what forty years of research and development and money going towards something is but regardless i digress to now the stupid point of my argument which is the south park episode and of course we know that a famous basketball player has gotten aids uh it was magic johnson right magic johnson got aids very publicly came out about it spoke about it and has really been a person who has championed aids research but he's also not the best person because he also slept with a lot of people and didn't really let them know about AIDS. So needless to say, the kids, through their wacky hijinks, go and they're like, okay, how do we do this? And they go and find out that the way Magic Johnson has been curing his AIDS is he has been taking and injecting money into his veins and that has been stopping the AIDS virus. <laughs> yeah. So that then they're like, oh my god, we found the cures to AIDS. It was money the entire time. Obviously, it's a it's a South Park joke. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Hey, it's it's yeah. stupid, over the top, and in your face. But like, when it boils down to the There's basic parts, behind it, kind of like like they're trying to prove point. Whether you like them or hate them, Trey Parker and those guys do say a thing. Uh, regardless, um, yeah, just get your shots. Like it can only help. And if you do have a bad reaction, well, guess what? You're a mutant. And that just means eventually Xavier's going to find you and you're going to be part of the X-Men. 
So just think about that. Or uh, Magneto will find you, and you'll be part of the opposite of them. And I mean, that's that's up to you. Yeah, that's totally really your call. Yeah, then at that point, is are you going to watch the world burn and become take your rightful place as the mutant rulers, or are you going to help save humanity? Given or the fact that controlled by Boris Johnson, <laughs> or are you going to go and have house parties? Yeah, yeah. Cheese, cheese and wine work events. Cheese and wine work events. You've got to understand, they, they, they were not parties, they were um, work events. We were working towards the betterment of the country with trying to get through the pandemic. Now, I don't know if that's a really bad Winston Churchill or a Boris Johnson. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a weird thing, though, with this whole thing, isn't it? It's like. <laughs> We're in America, right? If there's a big, big gun, sh you know, school shooting or whatever, and you know the government thinks about, well, maybe we should take away some of the guns. We call that Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, but that is literally Tuesday for America. Right, right. So, so here's the thing with this: when that, ha when Tuesday happens, a lot of it, a lot of them go, "Fuck you, don't take my guns," right? Because they're thinking they're taking away a right of yours. Now, the, the, the vaccines are there to try and preserve life and help them. But in the same way, it feels like they're going, oh, you're taking away my freedom by trying to force me to live. Sounds weird saying it, doesn't it, that way? It's like you're taking my right away of choice. You're trying to say, "Get you must get this, and I don't know what's in it. I remember I spoke with a uh, somebody somebody who I know is a is a veteran. They they fought in Korea, and he uh, it, it, he was he's an elderly obviously he's an elderly man. He's a veteran who fought in Korea. Yeah, he's an he's obviously he's an, he's an elderly man. Um, the Korean conflict. Uh, he was in the marine. He was in the Maria. He was in the Marines, and um. He's I can I can openly say he's conservative. It's political views. He's now the best part is that he he's somebody you can have a discussion with and have and have a conversation with, and it's not just like this or that. But this is the thing that surprised me. He has totally gotten the vaccines behind it, and he looked at me and he goes, "Jim," he calls me Jim. He goes, "When we signed up, they opened. They had a tent. You had you walked into the tent with your shirt off." And there was just a line of corpsmen with injectors. They didn't ask for your permission. You stepped down the line. You took your shot in the arm. They stamped your card and you moved on. And you said, yes, sir. I would like another. Thank you very much. He goes, that's how it was. We all did it. Nobody asked any questions because that was the thing to do. And I was like, yeah, to try and combat mustard gas. And Agent Orange and like literally every other horrible thing that was going on. And probably because the other thing too, we, we forget we're a global nation. Um, uh, me going to England, there like is probably something beyond besides from the COVID virus in the United States that in England, there are other diseases that like you can bring that are not natural to like other places. Yeah. So like there there's a thing for being vaccinated and like going into other places. Like that's that's kind of a deal. <laughs> like I know if she can bring the norovirus with you. Yeah. I've been I've been vaccinated against the norovirus. Pretty sure. 
I mean, hell, there, there was viruses like this going on, you know, So there's two types of the norovirus. There's the American version, which is the norovirus, and then there's the English version, which is bloody Nora. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, after you put on the bomb, you come out and bloody door. I won't go in there for a while. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not ashamed by that one. I, sh I should be. I'm not. Well, gentlemen, shall we talk about games of what we've been playing this week? We can talk about games now. I think. Hello, games. Let's talk about that wonderful little story. Let's talk about games. Oh, right? fuck yeah! Like that was awesome. Hello Games just like becoming like just just doing like the top ten anime redemption arc keeps going and getting fucking better. Um, mm -hmm. Hello Games going and like they had they had created a mobile game that was like a, like just kind of like a almost like a little like dirt bike jumping game, and yep. they had a brilliant fun game, and they hadn't mm -hmm. updated it in a while, and they received a letter from a uh, parent whose child had autism, and that was their coping mechanism, was being able to play the danger game. He loved it, he absolutely adored it, and with how they up and with how iOS updated, it was no longer able to run the version of the app. And so Hello Games went and remastered it, HD'd it, brought it up to speed, and is continuing the development on it just because they got an email from a parent who said, like, this is our coping mechanism. We're hoping you would do this. Just think of the publicity. And Hello Games is just like, yeah, no problem. We got this. We did it. And they're just like, no questions <laughs> asked. No money. They just did it. And I was like, fucking No Man's Sky going from the worst thing ever to a very solid, very fun game. And now doing this, like, top 10 anime redemption arcs, man. Just keep, it, the hits just keep mm -hmm. on fucking coming with that game company. Crazy, isn't it? Is that how evils of publishing? Yeah. That's what it is. Is that the company? Like, I mean, I, I think I think there was something to say that he he was jumping the gun at absolutely what he was saying. You know, when he was making a lot of promises, it was the based on the deadline that was given. But like at the same time, he's delivered on all of them. It's delivered on everything so far. I don't think mean, it's delivered. He didn't say immediately at launch you'd be able to do this. He said in this game you'd mm -hmm. be able to. Yeah. You know, if you look at the wording, I mean, yeah, he could have done with a better PR at the time. That's but... yeah. That's exactly that's exactly it. And I, and as farther away we've gotten away from the story, I think it was more of a failure of Sony's PR than it was of him as a game developer. Because realistically, he should have had a handler. He should have had somebody who was like, these are your talking points, stick to these talking points. Hey, if anybody needs one of those, it's Peter Molyneux. I was going to say, like, don't do a Peter Molyneux, and don't, well, Todd Howard has never been wrong about anything he's ever said. Let's be real. Never, never, never. He never says anything wrong. He never says anything wrong because obviously, like he is, in his beautiful, beautiful words, he, you know what, it, you know what, it, it just, it, it just works. works. It just works. That's right, Todd. Thank you. It just, it just works. It just works. But now he has a Phil Spencer to talk to as well. I just <laughs> want, I just want Todd Howard to become the Microsoft hype man. That's all I want. Yeah. That's like, cause let's be real, like. I want to let's let's go back in my Wayback Gaming time machine. It's E3. Fallout 4 is about to be announced, right? 
He comes out on stage talking shit. It just works. Fallout Shelter. By the way, available now. You can play it right now. We just released it. Holy shit. You can use the Pip-Boy. It's this. Here's the day. Bam. Oh, you can get a freaking helmet and a kid's cool cloth bag that actually ended up being vinyl, but we won't talk about that. Boom. It was just hit after hit after hit. Then Andrew WK came out and gave a C-minus performance, but it didn't matter. Rage 2. <laughs> fucking, and it's just like the hits just keep coming. And like by the end of that fucking performance, I'm sitting there going like, I can't take it anymore. It's too much, Todd. And then they're like Elder Scrolls. And at that point, I had already like just spaced out because <laughs> I was like <laughs> overloaded because it was just like, bang. Barred you into a coma. Yeah, exactly. And then they go silent. <laughs> yeah, then, then, like, we didn't hear from him for, like, we haven't seen him since. <laughs> like, he's been in witness protection after that. <laughs> but, like, that, to me, is, like, that is hype. Now, Fallout 4, did it deliver? No, Fallout 76. 76 didn't deliver. Fallout 4 was okay. Fallout, I was gonna say, Fallout 4 delivered on what he said it would. Fallout 76 is different. We're not talking about Fallout 76. But, like, the fact that so he we're, could, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to eventually. <laughs> the, the, uh, that because, is, because that's what I've been playing. Don't make me. <laughs> the, that, that is for the upcoming series, The Document Won't Write Itself. <laughs> 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 yeah. It, it Despite many flaws, but once again, Bethesda game. We've come to expect that. Like, it's 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 a thing. Bethesda games have flaws. You expect a certain level of jank, which probably will be changed by the fact that it's with Microsoft now, but at the same time, I'm going to kind of miss that. Like, being able to Skyrim horse up a mountain. Like, that is a term used now. Like, I was watching somebody play Elden Ring, and they had their mountain. It was like, can I Skyrim horse this? I'm like, it's part of the lexicon. Zerg Rush... Yep. Skyrim horsing. Like, if I told you, you, can you Skyrim horse it? You immediately know what you can do. If you spawn a vehicle and I go, is it doing a roach? You immediately know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, if I'm saying, is it doing a roach? You know. You absolutely know what doing a roach is. But, like, it's just lexicon terms. It just works. Just an absolutely beautiful line that has just transcended gaming and has become part of our lexicon. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, Todd Howard for Hype Man for Microsoft. Just imagine him coming out and like talking about Halo. Could you just imagine that? <laughs> it would be wonderful. Like, I just want Todd Howard to be the Hype Man. Like, I... I appreciate what Todd's done, and let's be honest, they've, they've had some very ambitious projects. Um, mainly not done by the studio he controls, but that's okay. Uh, Arcane. <laughs> Pretty... <laughs> yeah, no, Ar Arcane's gone like doing doing this thing's pretty fucking wild. Like, Alright, let's look at Arcane real quick. Let's, let's take a real hard look at Arcane Studios, because holy shit, like, that is... We gave our developers some freedom, and they're just blowing it out of the park. We've always been a like, fan of that about Bethesda. Say what you will about their games, they are willing to let their the developers do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
like it kicked off with it really kicked off with Dishonored. I mean, they they did um, I think another game before that. I want to say I don't know if he can still get there. No, it doesn't look like it. Um, Marcus Vitalis. Uh, but they kicked off with Dishonored, and Dishonored was just like, this is a wild and crazy new thing. And then they came up with Dishonored 2, and it was just like, it was genuinely just an improvement on the thing. So they did... Then they came out with Prey, and it was a lukewarm receiving, because everyone was thinking it was a remaster of the old game of the same name. But it was its own thing, it has its own story, it's a fantastic game. And now Deathloop. Like, this is wild. Can we all agree, and I'm going to say this right now, and can we all agree that Dishonored, Deathloop, and Prey all take place in the same universe? Can we all agree on that? I'd be willing to say Deathloop and Prey. Yeah. Do you, do you want my debate for honor, for Dishonored? I, I know you, the debate for Dishonored is... Uh, a different timeline nope. that this is like an alternate thing for what happens during like the the plague. Nope, nope. My 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 dishonored okay, my dishonored debate for you goes strictly to dishonor two and Emily Caldwin's mechanics and her powers mm-hmm. distinctly being almost the same as the mimics in Prey too, and Prey. Like the whole the way the the tendrils lash out and the way it moves and the way how the mimics are also kind of de- temporal beings that kind of are of attachment to a different dimension which leads to go chaos and like that whole power structure thing. That's how my I look at like Dishonored is the fantasy like oh we found this as magic where prey is the like we're trying to understand it with science like hard science. Um, also, just because in my head canon, it all makes sense. Because remember, in Prey, like, if you think about the Dishonored, like, how, like, like everything, the castles and everything works, and then you look at, like, how the Prey space station is worked, is architecturally, like, yeah, you could see, like, like once a spacefaring civiliz- a civilization from Dishonored gets into a spacefaring way, they would make a space station that looks something like that. It's of the same aesthetic. Now, you could also say, but James, it's because Arcane has a simple, same visual aesthetic. Yeah, I know. Well, guess what? In my mind, they all work. Deathloop and Prey being in the same universe is a given. Like, that's ha- that happens. Like, there's Easter eggs in the game, but, like, we can say that that is it. It makes too much sense. But in my mind, Dishonored. By the way, they've also done Dark Messiah, Micro, uh, Might and Magic, but they were pub- that was published by Ubisoft. Uh, their first, yeah. their first game under Bethesda was Dishonored. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's so it once again, Arcane just fucking. The other thing too is Arcane is not a. Well, they actually had three things. By the way, does Deathloop get made if it's an EA studio? Sony maybe, because Sony like is okay with some weird shit from time to time. But I don't think like if it's under another major publisher, Deathloop gets made. It's too. It, I'm gonna use this term artsy. It's it's almost like an it, it's like an Oscar movie, right? Like they're making a game because it's a high concept thing, 
And they're like, this is a high con. We have a concept. We have a high concept thing. And we want to do it. This won't appeal to the masses, but this will appeal to a lot of people and it will be fun. Yeah, if it was under EA, it's, no, probably be shuttered. It strictly depends on what stage it would have been under. Um, I think they would have forced it, the multiplayer more it, and it would have sucked. It, it would have been a lot more multiplayer focused. And it, it, I think it would still get published no matter which studio it would be under. Um, just because even if we have it as all other things considered, it is visually the same and mechanically the same. Uh, they would just put different emphases on emphases uh, on the different aspects of the game. EA would force the multiplayer. Ubisoft would probably not do much into the multiplayer and make it somehow involved with their overarching world of everything is the same game. Um, Squeenix would make it way more over the top than what it is. Yoshi P would get involved in it very somehow. Much uh, it would very much be like, all right, so here's your concept, here's your cool concept, here's the thing. Um, there's, we're not going to allow you subtlety. You're going to go super over the top. Your abilities, no, 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 crank them up to 11. Um, Sony, Sony, I think, might allow it to come back out, but there would be heavy restrictions on some of the stylistic choices. Remember, Sony did allow Death Stranding to be published. We have to, like... We have to, like, caveat, like, they allowed that game to exist, and we all know Kojima's a fucking madman. Well, here's the thing. I don't think there's a, a name, like, they can't point to somebody in Arcane and be like, that's the name we're going to brand this with. Like, Arcane is great, don't get me wrong. But I don't think they be able to just sit down and go, it's an arcane game. Whereas they could go, it's a Kojima. Yeah. It doesn't have that same like impact. But the thing is too, you look at this is gonna sound a little blasphemous coming from a guy who let's be let's be real here. Fanboys the fuck out of Kojima. Arcane has been just mm -hmm. as, if not a little bit more successful than Kojima's projects. I, I would agree. <laughs> like, I would 100% agree. I like, I, I honestly, I like all of Arcane's things more than I like all of any of Kojima's things. Like, I just, I'm just putting it out there. I didn't really care that much for Metal Gear. I really didn't care that much for any of that. I, I I look and, at Kojima's projects and everything. I like Kojima's projects more than I like Arcane's projects. But and I'm putting a hard button hit. I think Arcane's projects have a more mass appeal than Kojima's does. Though I think that Arcane does weird and quirky and more interesting things that makes them much different than your typical CODs and your EAs and stuff like that. I have to yeah. put it in there. Like it, it's like they're close. Kojima is more left field, but like Arcane is willing to like just do weird shit, which I like. Like Dishonored came out, and they're like, didn't Dis wasn't Dishonored supposed to be like a thief, like kind of like a thief clone, almost? Yeah, it, it was. It was very much like 
I think they wanted to do a spiritual successor to Thief, and instead they just made their own entirely new, like, fresh IP that didn't feel like Thief at all, but felt like its own unique interaction. That had wonderful visual storytelling. Let's let's be real here, like... Absolutely. There is so much going on in the Dishonored universe that is never explained, that you are just assumed to figure mm-hmm. out on your own. Like, the whole whaling ship thing. It's like... Like, I just spend time like, in this universe. How, and- how whales are tied in to the magic? Like, they they never explain any of that. They okay. just say, oh yeah, it's superstition. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's a strange but interesting thing. But yeah, going back to it. Hello games. Awesome job. <laughs> yeah, Remember fantastic Richard? work. Fantastic work. Ten out of ten. It just works. It just works. It gets is that our highest award that we can give on this podcast? The it just works? It good. <laughs> it just works. Yes. <laughs> we give it an it's just it just works. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is from now on. It's the welcome to the I'm give it a Todd Howard out of ten. I'm gonna have to find more Todd Howard quotes. Be <laughs> like you know, like what uh, on the on the rating on the Todd Howard rating scale, this is the eh, we know how to program here. <laughs> it's, can we can we get to be Todd Howard's best friend so we can mention him every other time? I mean, that's how is are we already best friends with him? That's how it works, right? You just mentioned his name enough times, and you're immediately best friends. It's Jeff Keighley, Douglas yes. Hato Kojima, and they're best yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> is the lowest rung on the Todd Howard rating scale the, and now Andrew WK? <laughs> <laughs> it's emergency fallback. <laughs> right. Let, let us move on then to what we have actually been playing for this week. What have you been playing, Chris? Have you been playing much? I've been playing Fallout 76 and GTA 5. Nice. So you've been playing mostly uh, GTA Five to career mode, Just career mode, story mode. I mean, career uh, mode. I've been, <laughs> I've been playing a little bit of each. Um, uh, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of um, kind of finagling because there's some things I want in the multiplayer because I, I like the design of the multiplayer. I don't like the execution necessarily, but I like the design of the feel. Um, what I what I don't like is I don't like the way that it encourages, not encourages, but like it doesn't discourage PvP. It encourages PvP, but like it doesn't discourage senseless PvP. It encourages, like it lets people know, all right, here's some stuff. You know, go, somebody's trying to do a thing, you can get some rewards for stopping them. Like, okay, that that's fine, whatever, who cares. But there's literally nothing... That's, like, stopping other players from just, like, sitting down in a plane and just, like, shooting down on a spawn point. It's like, yeah, well, that's lovely. Um, but um, I know that there's the uh, the modded servers, which are interesting. I haven't gotten involved in any of those. Um, and I don't know what the status is with the next GTA, or if they're just focusing more on GTA Online. I don't know what their deal is. But, uh... That's been okay. Fallout 76, however, has been... It's been fun. I've been um, just doing some grinding, getting a little bit of level up, and um, trying to get some of my uh, 
my kit going, so I'm trying to just reach like what true end game kind of is, build up my collection, um, and do my do my collect collectibles, do my completionism, and eventually find my way through. Uh, but it's been it's been fun. There's always something. There's every survival game I've played. There's been something missing, and most of the time. The combat system is pretty bland, or like the the like monster types don't get very unique. Like Seven Days to Die, for example. Um, the combat system is okay. It's a little weird because it has this very strange distance and perspective. Um, like everything feels really far away when you're fighting it, but it's actually like right up against you. Uh, and the enemy types really don't differ very much. You got a few variants, but it's really not that spectacular. Um, you got Project Zomboid, which really doesn't do variants of the enemies, but it is hard as fuck. It's a good challenge. It's very challenging. It's very, very like gritty. But um, that experience, you know, there's only so much of that you can kind of work through and fail at. Yeah. Uh, I, I still want to get better at that one. But then you got, like, the forest, where it's just kind of the story, and it's okay. The gameplay's okay. Combat is not great. Um, the building is... Eh. But they do an interesting take on the story, and that's nice. Fallout, there's almost no deconstruction of the world. Everything is super static. Your construction is literally just like, I'm going to post this on top of a thing, and some of the assets that are in the way might disappear. Um, but there's like, there's there's so many game, there's so many survival games out there that it, it just, just works. They don't, they, they don't push. They, they could push just a hair further and be so much better, but they don't. Fair enough. <laughs> yep, that's my little tirade. Fair enough. No I worries. love survival games. <laughs> hey, why not? Fair enough. James, what have you been playing this week? Same thing I play every week, Will. Football Manager and Genshin Impact. <laughs> I don't have a problem because I have two games. Um, which has been pretty good for me. I, I will say that, like, it's, it is, um, really cut down on, like, the fact of me wanting to go out and buy a new game. Yeah. Because it's been like, oh, God of War looks pretty awesome. And I was like, all right, cool, I want to play Boy, you know, Dad Simulator 2018 on PC. Because it, you know, actually looks like it would be awesome. And I played it on a PS4, because let's be honest, it sounds like a rocket ship was about to take off when I was trying to play that on there. But, you know, when you have to create a 30-minute video every day and then edit it and release it for a, a football manager game, which then you have to play in between those creation of those videos about an hour and a half to two hours to get to the next step where you can create the next video, that kind of, you know, cuts down on what other games you can play. Also to mention, I am an addict and I fucking love football manager and even those in-between bits makes me happy and you know does all that kind of stuff um and then also just genshin impact which is just you know is it a is it a gotcha game yes it is 
Have I spent any money on it? I've spent some money on it, but over the period of time that I have played it, it's worked out to be like, you know, a normal video game. It's also something nice about being able to log in, do like your four daily quests that you need to do, do like, use like your, your, your energy so it's down to zero in an hour and then log off and that's it. There's something nice about just being able to go in and be like, I'm just going to do this. And if I have more time, I can do more. I can spend more time on the story and side quests. But if not, if I got a football manager video, I got to do just log in hour, bang, done, move on with my day. You know, yeah. it's, there's something nice about having kind of that like repetitive kind of thing going on. And also it's not a game that I have to get up and like, you know, act a little bit for, cause I love football manager and I love creating videos for football manager and will you, you're starting to understand this, I think a little bit. Um, but like you get into a game and you want to keep playing it, but then you like, you get to the point where like, shit, this is where I need to make a video. And it's like, you kind of sit there, but like you almost have to make the video to keep enjoying the game. And I, of course, have tied the only football manager save that I'm doing right now to the fact that I'm creating content. So I can only get enjoyment out of the one game that I really, really enjoy by creating content for people. Which, by the way, thank you all for all the views on YouTube. Not only has Will's F1 video come out of fucking nowhere and blown up, but um, Corby Town was averaging two to three views an episode. The Swifts was averaging four to five views an episode. Tig Whippy's FC is averaging six to seven views an episode. Which is good. We like it. We like, we yeah. like that a lot. Um, <laughs> so I've absolutely enjoyed it. Um, if you want to see the football manager save, uh, it is on the YouTube channel, we have hit, believe it or not, episode 23. I am almost a quarter of a century into the series already. Good Lord. <laughs> Think about that. I've almost already created 25 videos. And I started January 1. It's the 29th. Shows you how many days I've missed recordings. Not many. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've also found the nerdiest and best thing ever that I'm going to take advantage of. It is a football manager player who's created a website where you can upload your saves to them. And they will either print out your best 11, your best player, or best thing on a sheet of A4 paper, get it framed, and ship it to you. So, as you can see right here behind me, there's a wall. That's relatively blank. It's got some pictures hanging here. That's uh, Hyunmin's son, and that's Hugo Lloris. That's the Jim Morrison of the Doors, and that's Mariana Rivera. I'm going to rearrange some of this, and I'm going to put the Tottenham pictures directly behind me. But this blank wall right here, I'm going to create the FM Hall of Fame, where we're going to take the top player from every football manager save, create a, get one of those printout plaques made for him, and put it on my wall. So there'll be the Corby Town save, the Swift save, the Tig Whippies FC save, 
and I'll be able to have like the star player. And it's really nice because it gives you like their attributes, their abilities, what they won, what their total goals and scores were. So I think that's going to be pretty awesome. And um, I obviously know the uh, the two the two players for the first two saves. Uh, it's Yana Gillette, uh, because as we have a whole freaking button. We had a whole button for him. Uh, and then uh, Lillian Farrell, or Lyle Farrell, depending on how many episodes you watch me mispronounce his name for an entire series for the Swifts. Because um, obviously he was one of our own, one of our own Lillian Farrell. He's one of our own. Um, you've noticed we get songs for these players. Uh, and then we'll see what happens with Tick Whippies FC. But yeah, that's, uh, that's my plan. I'm going to have the wall of football manager players. Of nice. the players I do on my saves. And the the plan is the FM, the Tig Whippies FC one is going to be voted on. When we when we finally end the series and we kind of have all the players, I'll say like these are the players I think who have been had the greatest impact on the save. Give it to the fans, say vote, and whoever they vote, they'll go on the wall of fame. God, I am such a fucking nerd when it comes to this game. But how many people do? You, how many? How many content creators do you know sponsor the team? Sponsor a player on the team that they were managing in Football Manager. That still blows my fucking mind. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my way of talking to you guys for my uh, my contractually obligated talk to the uh, chat about Football Manager for ten minutes, without talking about football manager because think about it i didn't tell you anything about the game did i no if you want to see what he's been doing go to the youtube channel see it's called the lead-in uh, see whereas uh stuff i've mainly been playing has been playing is uh on stream like uh for example castlevania cathedral uh Aragami, the the expansion of Nightfall. Um, we, I, I platinum Demon Souls. Jesus, oh, which is good, you know, for pressing with uh, by Tom. Okay, I, I think we should all get the platinum, but I don't want it. Gets it. <laughs> so you got that. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit before the stuff that I haven't been playing on on stream. Uh, about NASCAR 21 Ignition. Because we need to talk about this. And we need to once again highlight to my motorsport games that this is still, after five patches for the consoles, a broken mess. Now, there's a almost, what, three and a half hour video that was released yesterday on YouTube of me playing this. I had to restart my season because every time I tried to go to the second race in the season I was doing, crashed. Same photo, same bricked photo, nothing I could do. It got crashed. It crashed. So I had to restart. Then the end of the first race, you come to the white flag. Stutters. It stops there. And all you hear is the sound go. <laughs> so you're thinking, oh, God, it's just going to crash on us and go off. No. It resets itself into the race with me off the track. I could do nothing about it 
because I didn't know what was happening in the first place. You've got every time you pit, you go a lap down under caution. Even if you're ahead, even if the caution period, you're well ahead, you will still go a lap down. That makes no sense. You've got spotters that are wrong that tell you you need to come in after the first lap of your racing. But then when you do actually need to come in because you're almost out of petrol, they don't tell you. When you when you end the race, because of your out of fuel, you can't end the race unless you quit out to the main menu. And then it moves on to the next race. There's little bits and pieces like this. There's also the implemented corner cutting, right? Now, James, you know about corner cutting in racing games? Yes, I do. Formula One. Dougie what doesn't, happened? but I do. Yeah. <laughs> now, with Formula One, when you have a corner cut, they give you a warning, and they give you a warning, and then they take, they give you a time penalty, or if you're doing a time trial, they just invalidate your, your lap time, yeah? And you yep. carry on. In NASCAR, what they're doing is a lot harsher. If you cut the corner, they take your lap away. So your lap doesn't count. Harsh, very harsh. What makes it even worse is if you're following the racing line that they put down there out of a corner, and then it invalidates your lap. So you've got it exactly the way it tells you to give you the best line. And yet they take your corner, you take your lap away. I see how it is. That's, so that's this, broken bullshit. This is this is NASCAR ignition. Uh, executive producer Michael Massey. <laughs> and no, I'm not doing a Rolf Souls play for a Demon Souls. Once we've helped Tom with it, that is it. You know, the game comes out. We're going to be playing Elden Ring. When that comes out and said for our soulmates, well, you should but... be you should be prepared for that DDR mat that I got you, Will, because that's the <laughs> next way you're going to beat Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wrong. See, worse. Like I, I'm now seeing, I'm, yeah, I'm seeing people beat like okay, he, the DDR mat speed run blindfolded playthrough of Demon Souls. Oh no! Fuck off. Yeah, Just, if you want to do that, if you're capable of doing that, you have the talent to do that. You know what? All the power to you because you, you, that looks amazing. Me, I ain't touching shit with that. You know, I ain't, I ain't doing anything with that. So yeah, so I, you know, it's not often I say this about games. It's not often I, I, you know, because at the end of the day, I can only give you an opinion. Okay, if you want to listen to that opinion and you agree with that opinion, fantastic. If you don't, fantastic too. You don't have to, but I, I beg you. I beseech you, if you haven't got NASCAR 21 admission, please do not waste your money on this. You know, they, they, they've been told, they've, you know, they've, they've done all these patches and you're supposed to, and it works apparently better on PC. But the consoles, it is an absolute broken mess still. So please do not spend your money on this. Now, will I get NASCAR 22? At this moment in time, the answer is no. Is it made by the same studio? It will be made by the same studio, yeah. Mm. They had a town hall meeting that produced on on YouTube this week. And there was something about uh, somebody asked them, will we actually see 
gauges for your fuel and your tires, your tire wear, which we have in, you know, every other game that needs it. And uh, we, we want to create this as realistic as possible because the drivers don't have this, but they do have a pressure gauge to let you know when the actual you, your fuel's almost out because it goes down because they give you an indication. They just don't well, want to develop it. Now, this is the developer that said this, right? One of the developers of the game. The CEO of Motorsport Games comes out and goes, we want this game to be available and accessible to anybody. Including someone three year you know, three year old who can pick up and play it. If you're almost out of fuel, how's a three year old gonna know that? Three year old just wants to press buttons and have a good time and laugh. That's not gonna make him laugh, it's gonna make him fucking cry. Daddy have done something wrong. Mummy, why isn't this working? Why am they I didn't... just turning left? <laughs> oh no, there are right turns more in this one. Um because you got the road course Daytona. I don't believe you. Look 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 at the video, mate. Look at the video about an hour and a half in, but look at it, it's there. Don't right? don't don't make me break my misconceptions about NASCAR. <laughs> but So yeah, they also said something about they didn't want it they they didn't put a rear view mirror in properly into the game. Because this game was meant to be for now gen, you know, the, the PlayStation 5s, the Series X and S. And they went, oh, they, they've had to scale it back because they had to put it on the Xbox, uh, the Xbox One S, One X and the PlayStation 4. So they had to put it back a bit, which again is bullshit because, and again, James will back me up on this. Yeah. James and myself have been part of not only doing our Formula One series ourselves, but also Crashes R Us, yeah? Mm -hmm. What's the one thing you can turn on in Formula One, even if you're not in the cockpit? A rearview mirror. It's very easy. And that's last gen. Hell, Gran Turismo 1 on the PlayStation 1 had... A rear view mirror games on the spectrum had a rear view mirror and yet they're saying that the playstation 4 and the xbox ones aren't capable of it this isn't cyberpunk here this is a fucking racing game <laughs> yeah it's utter... even cyberpunk would probably have a rear view mirror in the car it certainly has wing mirrors <laughs> so yeah so please just do don't buy this Please just don't buy this. I mean, yeah, again, again, I can't stop you buying it and I won't hate you for buying it, but you're just going to waste your money on this mess. We're, we're just trying to save you money. Once again, take our yeah. opinions, whichever way you want, as good or as bad as they are, because let's be honest, we have bad opinions too. Mm -hmm. uh, I won't say everything I say is like gospel. You should, no. <clears throat> Here at Tig Whippies, we offer you an opinion, but that is just it. It is opinion. We ask you to go and then check various other sources, read reviews, form your own opinion and make your own decision because you are a smart, intelligent human being and have the right to be able to make an opinion and informed decision on your own. And we trust that you are able to do that. We are not here to force feed you rhetoric. 
of any way, type, or form, or try and force stuff down your throats like most other media outlets will do. Make an informed decision. Make your own decision. We will try to guide you in any way, shape, or form, and are open to criticisms about our own decisions on things. But please, if anything at all, walk away with here with the questions that would help inform your decision. That's what we strive for here at TechWimpies. And also making you laugh. Well, we tried the second one. Doesn't always work, but we, we have fun. Hey, that's um, why it's number two. Number one, we definitely try <laughs> strive for. Number two, we we attempt. Yeah. <laughs> the other two games, more solitaire, in between, just wondering what to do. And I played a bit more of Fist, the other Metroidvania game on the go for me at the moment. More boss fights, more story, more talked about. I think called the Spark. It's 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 fun. They're good. They're all right. That's all I've been playing. Uh, any shout outs? Because I know it's Extra Life next week. So 12 hours of gaming goodness, hopefully, or gaming. Your Learn Extra it. Life next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did theirs already. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm, ju I'm just transitioning from 21 to 22. You're just kicking off 2022. That's what you're doing, right? You're just early kickoff. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm very behind, but that's also because, like, I haven't. It's it's been a hot minute since I've actually been like by my main rig. I've been on the laptop for like a good couple months. Crit, you're just yeah. speed running. Just, just, uh, yeah, just yeah, speed yeah. Running. You're just speed running yeah. when you went to do your actual. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um, but yeah, so if you're doing it enough, I'll do an extra life. <laughs> doing it fine. <laughs> So, yeah, so 12, 12 hours, Friday, 12 p.m. UK time to midnight UK time. Uh, playing games that if people spend a minimum of $10, they can get to choose from my game collection on PlayStation, Xbox, or PC. And the, the details are actually in the link that has been appearing in the chat. Um, so far, we have five games. So we'll be starting off with the absolute classic that is Balance Lot. Then we'll be moving on to Deadpool. And then after Deadpool, we go into an, a, a genuine absolute classic that I've only partially played via mobile phone, via Wi-Fi Wars when uh, the audience was playing it at the same time, Dragon's Lair. And it works. I tried it on my PC. I fired it up to test it to make sure it does work. Which I'm excited about. Um, then we we go to the shit your pants scary side for about a half hour of Alien Isolation, and then then we go to something completely different, uh, a point and click adventure called Grim Legends Three. So there's your first two and a half hours of that twelve hour stream. Now Grim Legends Three could last longer if people ha uh, haven't donated during that time or even before which you can do right now so if you do and if you want to do and here's another here's another thing for you if you donate a hundred dollars and the game you wanted me to play i do not have i will buy that game i'll download it and i'll play it for a minimum of one hour so there we go and also shout outs to chat because of course Mega, that's my shout-outs. How about you guys? Well, we've shouted out chat. Thank you for being here. Shouting out people who listen to this when I upload it in three months. 
uh, to YouTube and, uh, oh, sorry, uh, to three months to Podbean and then, uh, 2024, uh, when I uploaded to YouTube. Hi, us in the future. Have the aliens come yet? How's crypto doing? <laughs> Are NFTs still a thing? Oh, you don't say rocket boots. Interesting. Wasn't crypto that Superman knockoff? <laughs> How about that, though? And on that bombshell, I've been James, he's been Chris, that's been Will. This has been the game on play itself. It's not how good you are, it's how good you want to be. That's right. The Swift's motto is still the great outro model. We're using it. Uh, do I have it? Oh my god, I still have it pulled up here. Lo-fi hip-hops, take us away into your sweet, sweet embrace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.